Hey Giant fans, what a big disaster. Woke up this morning knowing I was going to have to do a podcast and I'm looking at that and thinking of it and the only way I could describe it is numb. Numb. Numb at what happened. 40 to zip on opening night after all the hope. 40 to zip after all the excitement of training camp, signings and more weapons. Well, those weapons aren't going to work. If the O-line stinks, and there's so much blame to go around, including the quarterback whom I'm a fan of and I think deserve this opportunity this year and next year with more weapons around them to see. But I'm glad that there's a two-year out on his contract. And I know we restructured his contract and put more money later. But if he doesn't work, there's a two-year out. I'm still hoping it works. Look, I'm not going to jump off the cliff because we lost one game badly. 40 zip. And it's the Cowboys. They ain't going to do nothing with it. They ain't going to no Super Bowl. And they're not winning any Super Bowl. We've been hearing that for the last 27 years. But mad props to us. They own the New York Giants. They have beaten us 11 in a row. And yesterday was embarrassing. But enough about the Cowboys. Our offense, that opening drive was so hopeful. We're driving it. We're running it down their throat. But I didn't like that game plan. Even though we moved the ball, I didn't like that game plan. It's something didn't feel right because it's a passing league. And with all these weapons, you got to be able to pass it. And then the disasters begin. Our rookie, John Michael Smith, skips the ball to Daniel. He has to land on it. Then we get that blocked field goal. And then they score the TD. And then Saquon gets popped and the ball comes out. And then the train wheels came off. And in the end, it's 40 to zip. Our right side of the line is a disaster. Neil, and this is why I don't like playing division rival games opening week. They just know us too well. And granted, right, we're supposed to know them well. But look, Dallas' roster is superior at this moment. And our offensive line couldn't do anything. Eventually, we couldn't run. And look, there's a lot to blame on DJ. There's this All-22 tape going around Twitter where on the play where he threw it to Barkley, Hodgins was wide open down the left side closer to the first down because it was a 3-18. and And Diggs sat on that route. Almost like he knew DJ was going to go there. And DJ went there, and that's why he had the momentum to come rushing in at Barkley, pop him, that ball pops up in the air. There's a DB to get it, and in they go for the score. The offense was horrific. Now, that being said, one of the graphics, I know I already threw some blame on DJ. He had some bad throws as well. He did have some good throws, but the receivers also dropped some. But there was a graphic there on the NBC that the Dallas defensive line was getting to DJ in 1.78 seconds. 1.9 seconds. Do we not have anybody blocking there? Do we not have anybody putting up a resistance? Neil and Golinski or whatever his name is right now. It was horrendous. Horrendous. The offensive line looked horrendous. We had no passing game. DJ looked spooked like he was seeing ghosts. And then on top of that, 
he has no running legs. DJ himself has no running legs. We run in boots and design runs, and our line is like not blocking anybody. And so I'm watching that game. I happen to be on the road. So my wife is driving while I'm watching it on my laptop, AirPods on, and I just couldn't believe what I'm watching. Shout out to T-Mobile because the streaming was perfect on my YouTube TV. And it was just a disaster, disaster. But it all started with the special teams, didn't it? And how this coach, how many excuses are we going to make for Bobby Johnson and for this special teams coach who has survived, mind you, various regimes? He was with Coughlin, then with Schumer, then with Joe Judge, and now with Brian Dable in his second year. And yet the special teams are horrendous. The special teams are bad. And you know it was beginning to be a comedy of errors when Graham Gano not only does he get one blocked, you can't blame that on him, but then he misses one himself. And that's how you end up with a goose egg, zero. So special teams were horrendous. Offense were horrendous. The defense wasn't horrendous, and they played decently. But then by the second half, they're gassed. When our offense isn't doing anything, you're going to get gassed. No pressure from Kayvon or Ojolari. Now, I did see a stat that Dak was getting that ball out in 2.1 seconds or less. So that was their game plan to mitigate our pass rush. But when I look at Oziz and Kayvon, it seems like they lock up with the tackle. And if they can't bull rush them, they have nothing else. And so they don't have what it seems like any secondary moves. And maybe because I was distracted, I was in the car. I didn't see Simmons blitz at all. And he didn't look good in a couple of past coverages. Now, there's this one where he's looking backwards and not even paying attention that the ball is snapped. And luckily, he made up with his speed and the receiver didn't get a first down there. But overall, it was like the meme that was going around. Dallas had one more preseason game before they opened up the regular season against the Jets. That's what it looked like. And some people have made some points. Maybe we need to play these guys more in the preseason. None of these guys have earned Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes played a whole half. None of these guys earned the ability to sit down and come un prepared to game one. And so that's something Dable's going to have to reevaluate. And that takes me to the coaches. Many people said it on Twitter. Why is Daniel Jones there in this beatdown, in the rain, risking injury just to get what? Seven points? Just to say we didn't get shut out. And in the end, it still didn't work. We got shut out. So it was ridiculous that Daniel Jones is out there. Thomas is getting an MRI on his hamstring. So is Pert on his elbow. Hopefully it's not bad because our offensive line is horrendous as of yesterday. I don't know how they're going to get together. And what surprised me, what makes this beatdown so more surprising, is that last year in Thanksgiving with less talent, basically the same O-line, we competed better against Dallas. 
we at least put up a fight in Dallas. So I thought with more weapons here, even if the O-line played as it did last year in Thanksgiving, with more weapons, I thought we'd put up a better fight. But we didn't. And if you listen to one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about year two. Year two under Shermer was a disaster. Year two under Joe Judge was a disaster. I spoke about how will year two turn out under this regime. Well, if game one is any indi- any indication, year two is going to be a disaster. But I don't believe that, really. I don't. It's too early to panic. We have Arizona next. Now, some people have pointed out that the head coach of Arizona was the Eagles defensive coordinator who the last time we played the Eagles, they beat us 38-7. And if you add that up with the 40-0 beatdown we got here, the last time we played our division opponents, they've beaten us to a tune of 78-7. to And no one has looked good. So how do we respond? That's what we want to see from our team now. How do we respond? Everybody got outclassed in this game. And it begins with the head coach. And at least in the press conference, they're owning it. They're not making excuses. They are owning it. They gave Dallas their credit. And Dallas has a top defense. It had it last year. It has it this year. Coach Dable is owning it. If you see the picture that that when they scanned to Joe Shane, he looked like he was shell-shocked. And if there's one picture that sums up the feeling for Giants fans is this one of Daniel Jones. I don't know if it's a real picture, AI these days, but in the rain, it felt like a beat down. And it was a beat down, 40 to zero. So my closing thoughts is the only way I know how to handle this, not being a coach or a player, is to move on to Arizona. That's it. I'm done talking about Dallas. I'm done talking about this beatdown. Got to put it behind us. Got to prepare for Arizona. And it becomes a must win. In my opening episode, I said that the Giants were going to go 11-6, and but four of those losses were going to be in the division. So this Dallas loss doesn't surprise me. The way it happened surprises me. But that we lost is not a surprise. Granted, in my episode, trying to be hopeful, I predicted the Giants winning 27-24. But when I made my record prediction, I had the Giants losing four times in the division, twice to the Cowboys and twice to the Eagles. But that's it. Like I said, I'm turning the page onto Arizona tomorrow. We'll scout Arizona. And I think we should win. And I said in a previous episode that it should be a blowout. We need to take all the negative energy we got from Dallas and pour it out on Arizona. We need to make them pay for the embarrassment we took this Sunday night on national TV. Then after that, it's the 49ers. And that's if Dallas Cowboy game is any indication how our O-line's going to play, the 49ers front seven, I think may be even better than Dallas front seven. 
and they have a Micah Parson equivalent in Bosa. So the coaching staff is going to have to come up with something. People are calling for the head of the offensive line coach, Bobby Johnson. And look, Neil hasn't improved. And if it takes his head on a platter to improve this team, Joe Shane has to be able to do it. This is year two. You can't make year two a disaster like the previous regimes. So it starts by riding this ship this week. Now, even if they blow them out, people have made good points. Even if they blow them out, we can't get all giddy that this team has turned it around. Look, it's going to be tough, but we need to win this game and winning and win it convincingly so some of the giant fan base can get off the cliff. Look, there's still 16 games left. We can turn this around, and it starts this week in Arizona. Until next time, make a friend of a friend of me. God bless.